Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. The final three seconds drip off the clock, and you can rock. Chalk it up. The Jayhawks win. Kansas sweeps the Sooners out the Big 12 doors. Lifted out into left field, and off the glove, it's down. Rounding third, headed for home. The Sooners are in front as Spikerman delivers. Bases loaded, two outs, first pitch swinging, line drive, base hit, base hit, Sooners win it, you can unhitch the wagon, Jackson Willett's first collegiate base hit is a walk-off single to center, and they're dogpiling the kid in center field. Into the lane, pass near side, three-pointer on the way, give it to him, Christmas, Hussein buries it from the elbow, 2016. Oh, my God, that's the greatest moment of my life. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show. Kids are disappointed, but uh, they understand. Let's talk about that. Um, first off, I want to play a little something for you here, Teach. I think it's catchy. This is the worst junk ever. I I, I think it's catchy. <clears throat> My wife and daughter agree with you that it, they say it's garbage. <laughs> so, I want to I want to think it's garbage too, as a defender of country music. But I can't stop humming this song. I tap every time I hear it on my. It keeps popping up on Instagram with all these people doing the dance and stuff. And every time I see it, I watch it because I'm like, I'm tapping my toe. Like, it's catchy, man. I heard it for the first time last week. <laughs> Let's go old man here. On my way to the uh, medical store to get my CPAP supplies. <laughs> <laughs> the highway the highway played it. And I was just yeah. like, you've got to be kidding me. And I walked into the uh, Norman Is Regional Medical Supply Beyonce, Store. Or do you just hate the song? Both. Both. Okay. I, I wouldn't care if that was, you know. What if it was the greatest song ever? Could you admit it if it was Beyonce? I don't know. To be honest, that there is a greatest song ever. All right. Well, let's say it was. Uh, who, what's your favorite Eric Church? Song? Well, yeah, you could say Eric Church put it out. I would have said, "What's he doing? That's garbage." Yeah, okay. Like, I don't Let's understand the song even. I, I don't. Know. I was sitting there trying to follow the lyrics even to see if, like, maybe there's a story here. Maybe this is good. And then I realized this is her tapping into uh, country's popularity right now. It's the most popular genre out there. Yeah. It's their time, and she's like, "Well, I'm going to get in on this and come yeah. out with a terrible song that drunks you, will you, line you, dance you, to at the club on no, Friday night." You you had no problem with Post Malone doing this. I'm not saying that guys can't cross over if it's are you, decent. Are you being uh, sexist here? No, I'm is? not. I don't like Beyonce, regardless. Um, I don't think I, Beyonce is one of those that I wonder to myself, 
how has she gotten to be as big as she is? How is she one of the greatest talented? mega stars in the world? I don't think she's that talented. So, oh, okay, yeah, All right. that's not what to say. Anyway, the song's terrible. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it seems like everybody agrees with you, and I'm not even saying it's a good song. I'm just telling you, I can't stop. But they will be um, don't line dancing to it at the clubs on Friday and Saturday night. Right how now. about our boy Josh Elmer? Josh did a tremendous job. I was um, so we had the uh, the event Saturday night, and it I, I got to listen to him in the beginning. I waited in the truck and was listening to his pregame, and then we went inside, and I'm standing outside of uh or on the side of blackjack tables and roulette wheel tables and different things, listening to him on my phone. And I, was, I was sneaking and doing it. I felt, I felt rude. It's like but Ocean's I was like, Eleven. You like live the George Clooney Ocean's <laughs> Eleven life. I was a little bit like George Clooney, I guess. Mm. But I wanted to listen to him. So I was in and out of it some during the game. And then luckily that game w- went so long that the party was over and I got to hear uh, much of the last couple of innings and, and the game-winning call and all that. How he did great. First ever game. No, that Extra the way that game played tennis. out. It was a great baseball game. Yeah, it was awesome. And for those of you that don't know, I was nervous for Josh. You were nervous for Josh. Josh was probably nervous, but this isn't his first rodeo. Josh no, 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 has no. been busting his tail at the high school ranks for over a decade now. In fact, that's how he came to our station. He got recommended to us because he was doing play-by-play work uh, for Cox at the time and some of their Friday night games and the, the games that Cox Cable would carry. Um, and that's how, I think it was Steve Marshall said, hey, I've got this kid named Josh that's working for me. And that's how he came to us. So Josh is like, working. Joey Helmer's got a brother? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. so I was excited for him. And then to have... Uh, that that game could have gone the other way had it gone the way Tennessee fans thought. Like it could have right. been Tennessee smashing eight home runs. Sure. It was never a game, and you're trying to fill in what was a lopsided game because they've got that offensive potential. And then it turns into it just a pitching duel with an exciting ending. The way that it played out for the uh, for the Sooners in extra innings, and he did a great job with it. He did a great job. So he I was really excited did. for him. Uh, he, I'm so he's, he was fantastic. He's going to be fantastic. He's got the doubleheader again this Saturday and a whole bunch. He's got a whole bunch. of. He's going to Vegas in a couple of weeks with the team. and So uh, you're going to hear a lot of Josh Helmer coming up, and uh, he was great and prepared. He came Friday just to kind of watch the broadcast and take notes on how everything happened. He's great. Fantastic. Uh, we were in Eric Nadell's booth again, by the way, this weekend. We were in the uh, Texas Rangers home booth, and uh, – I got a couple of things for you next time I see you. Yes. Yes. I asked you to break the law for me. Didn't know if you would. I was surrounded by Hall of Fame aura this weekend. I was in Nadell's booth. And then Saturday, let's talk about Saturday. So, for a while now. I've remained I have I have a great friendship with Brooksy. He has been, uh, ever since I got the job, a tremendous sounding board for advice, for encouragement. He's John Brooks, so I've reached out to him a few times and said, what should I do here? How did you handle this? Things like that. Because mm-hmm. we don't have we don't have Bob around anymore, unfortunately. Right. Brooksy was, I think, 77 to 91, so that's right there in my sweet spot of growing up Eight, it, it's the 80s. It's Wayman, it's the Boz, it's Switzer, it's Tubbs. The, that 
that is it's your decade it's when you fell in love with the Sooners yeah. yeah I'm a kid I'm I'm acting it out in the backyard all that kind of stuff um I I don't just say that I I don't say this cuz it's the right thing to say I love John Brooks I love John Brooks the broadcaster I don't know the man as well but I've gotten to know him over the last decade plus but there's just so many every time i see a highlight from the 80s even if it's not attached to a john brooks highlight that's what i hear in my head so anyway for a while now i've wanted to bring him on the air during a basketball game specifically because that's the one that would make the most sense and and just you know have it would be a thrill for me okay and I was uh, I was sent a uh, rundown of this Billy Tubbs event last week uh, that I, I did a little MC in, which wasn't much. I just handed microphones to people. But before the game, we had a, an event for the Tubbs family and, and all the players and coaches that came back in the practice gym. And they sent me the rundown, and they also sent me a list of, of the guests who were coming, and John's name was on there. So I reached out to Brooksy. And I called him, and he said, uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it. I have a family event that's popped up, and uh, so please pass along my regrets to the Tubbs family. And I was like, all right, dadgummit. So the night before, Friday night, I get another text from Brooksy and said, I've had a change of heart. Tommy called me. I can't tell him no. I'll be there tomorrow. So. I get there Saturday, okay? I'm at this Tubbs event. We uh, before the game, we we do the whole thing, introduce Brooksy. We're taking a picture afterwards. I gotta go. Like I'm on the air in like 15 minutes, and I go up to Brooks. I said, "Can I ask you something real fast?" He's like, "Yeah." I said, "Would you come on the air with us during the game today, and just just for a segment? And it would mean a lot to me. And I think Sooner fans would love to hear your voice." And he goes, "What? Like the pregame show?" And I was like, "No. Like I want you to come on during the game." Kevin will step aside. You you come in, and we, we talk about Billy and, you know, the moment where he grabbed the mic and all that kind of stuff. And he goes, yeah, I'll do that. And then I, I looked at him because you know what I really wanted. <laughs> right. I said, is there any chance? I know it would be putting you on the spot, and I know you don't know all the players' names. Is there any chance you would call a possession or two? And he goes, oh, come on. I don't I, – I'm not – I was like, all right don't don't worry about it that i know i don't want to i'm not i'm definitely not wanting to embarrass him tj right i just if he wants to would provide the opportunity he didn't feel comfortable gotcha that's fine and i start to shake his hand and walk away and he goes you got a roster and i was like yeah of course i can get a roster i got game notes for both teams he's like can you get me a set of game notes? I was like, absolutely. He like, all right, I'll think about it. So we take him a set of game notes. And we're in pregame. I'm Because I saw where he went and sat. Because we, we sent somebody to go get him uh, during the second timeout. And I saw where he sat. So I got my, he's like 16 rows up across the court from me. And he's studying the game notes. Pregame. He's there with his wife, and he's studying the game notes. And I was like, he's going to do it. And 
the lights go out for the pregame introductions and everything, and I can see Brooksy up there with the flashlight on his phone <laughs> looking at the game notes, and he's taking notes. He's writing stuff down. I was like, he's going to do this. And sure enough, we go get him. We bring him down. He goes on the air with us. He, uh, he tells the story of Billy grabbing the mic and everything. And then I, I said, any chance you would call a possession or two for Sooner fans? We would just love to hear your voice again. And he goes, yeah, I do one or two more possessions. I'm trying to, you know, get players' names down and stuff. So I call, like, another possession or two. He's watching. He's, you know, he's trying to associate numbers with names and all that kind of stuff. And finally, Godwin's at the free throw line. And I was like, he's like, I think I got it. And I was like, all right, go for it. And he didn't just do one or two possessions. He did, like, the next two and a half, three minutes of basketball. And I've never had tears in my eyes. While I'm calling a game before TJ, I shouldn't say that. Maybe I have. I don't know. But that I, that was pure joy. I was just sitting there listening to one of my broadcasting heroes call a game like he did. He sounded sounded like exactly it was 1984. That's what was amazing about it. So, and I think that's what gave me the goosebumps, and probably everybody else that heard it was. This didn't sound like a guy that had aged by 30 years and just that you let him Four, do this yeah. sweet, cute thing. It was like, Dad, no. he nailed it and sounds exactly the same as he did back in 1985 or whatever it was. So it was amazing. That was amazing about it to me. Amazing. And then he could, you could tell he's rolling, right? And he's having fun. And so I'm not getting in the way of this freight train. He just keeps going. And then I, I was like, please let something happen. A dunk, a three, something that would bring out, you know. And sure enough, OU hits a couple of threes. They get on a run, and and uh, one of the threes happens. I think self calls a timeout, and I'm like pointing at him, like you got to do it, you got to do it. And he rips off a Jiminy Christmas, and I almost, I I think I melted into a puddle on the floor. <laughs> I I, I, felt, I I was in love with an eighty-year-old man right there right. on the spot. I was I was happy. I was I had tears in my eyes. I was like, it was the greatest. It was the absolute greatest moment. And and then he just said, "All right, you got it again. I'm going to go back and sit by my wife." And I'm like, "That's that's just one. He's the best." Okay, and. Something about hearing his voice immediately, and I saw the reaction of all of you on social media. It was the same for a lot of you. Immediately puts me in the time capsule 40 years ago, 45 or 35, 40 years ago. I can feel it. I can feel myself in little Toby body listening to John. <laughs> Never really that little. You know I, mean. I was waiting for that. Smaller. Smaller than now. Little husky Toby. <laughs> And that wasn't fair. Like, what I asked him to do wasn't fair. Uh, it, like, if he had had a week or so to prepare or if I had called him a month ago and said, hey, Kansas game, I'd love for you to whatever. But, like, I told him 10 minutes before the pregame show started. And and he on a, he studied. He took notes. He showed up, and he knocked it out of the park. And what an absolute thrill. What an absolute thrill. I was happy for you because I know you've brought it up many times on this show. I would just love to get him to 
jump in there with me for a little bit to call this or that. I mean, you didn't care really what it was. No. And so when I saw you finally got it to happen, I knew how happy you were going to be. So that that was awesome. And like I said, it was it was weird. And I, I don't know how many times I've listened to that highlight over the weekend when, you know, it got posted and people kept uh, spreading it around on social media and stuff. I kept every time I would listen to it. And it was, it did, it did take you back. And that's what was, that's what stood out to me is like, man, he still sounds tremendous. It, yeah. it was just like he had been doing it all along and that it was no he big deal to him. He has been calling games. Well, he I mean, has. He's, yeah, he's, he's done some high he's school. He's been doing OBU in high school and a lot of stuff through the years. Right. And he did the Blazers for like 40 years. I mean, it's not like the voice he hadn't called the game in forever. Unbelievable. Sharp as attack mm-hmm. and absolutely knocked it out of the park. And uh, my only regret was I was thinking about, man, it would have been awesome to, to, to have Bob do this too, you know? It would have been amazing. And unfortunately, can't do that. But what a thrill. What an absolute thrill. Brooksy, if you're listening, I know he listens to the show a lot. Uh, thank you. And, and really, on behalf of ev- all of everybody listening, thank you. Because not just for Saturday, that was a thrill. But the career, the memories, the soundtrack, everything. What a, what a time to be the voice of the Sooners, right? The 80s with Switzer and Tubbs oh, and Tisdale and Stacy King and Bosworth and Jamel Holloway and... I mean, come on. And and you had the perfect guy at the microphone. A a guy who could match all that flash and sizzle of those coaches and those teams with his voice and his call. It was the perfect match. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. High Tower Clinical, they bring you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. No cost or insurance needed to participate. Medication provided for free. Patients are compensated for their time. Find out the areas that they're working in. They believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation. Hightowerclinical.com or call or text 405-831-5905. I don't know if it's sympathy congestion, the all the people texting in about the allergies, but as the show's gone on here, uh, the right side of my face. Uh, so I'm going to blame it on the cedar. You know, the cedar pollen is really bad right now. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we have, as, as we've gone along here, I'm like sitting there during the breaks like, ha, ah, ah, ah. So, uh, I think Sorry. it is pretty bad. We have been married for a long time. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> I think that we sync up. To yeah. couples. Yeah. Speaking of syncing up, that's what Bobby and BA is like getting on to me about the Varsity app because how he syncs it up with this video stream. Bobby, I'll let you in on a little secret. Uh, what you're saying here. Maybe true later in the year, but right now it's not because it is the exact same link and stream. It's just being put on different platforms. Here's what he's doing. You can pause the varsity app. Okay. Well, I got to make it to try to make it match up because the radio is ahead of the flow sports stream and uh, he's trying to match it up. We need to add that feature to the ref app. Uh, Bobby, uh, next time, uh, you may check the softball stream because that's where it was uh, for a while on Friday. So. <laughs> I, I'll try to get it straightened out, but really it's out of my hands. But I will try to get it straightened out for you, Bobby, just so you can sync it up. <clears throat> sync it up. 
Uh, the reason OU's guards play find it so difficult is their opponents don't have to defend inside the paint at all. No inside play. OU ends up playing four against five, especially in the second half. Um, I was there, but I forget. Uh, I was at OU Missouri when we were down like 25 to 3, and Billy said that, and then came back strong to win the game? Those are questions. Yes. Was it like 25 to 3, and did they come back to win the game? He's, oh, I, don't, I don't have any idea what the score was, but they went on to win the game, yes. They uh, rallied to win. Whether they were down that much or not, I don't know. This person just says, apps. These- <laughs> <laughs> the ESPN app. I had to scroll down multiple softball scores to find the OU game. They're only the number one team. Hmm. Sorry about Stupid that. Stupid app. Sorry you had to scroll down. <laughs> A lot of scrolling. Thanks for recognizing all of us former presidents. After giving up my presidency of the sixth grade chorus 30 years ago, I never thought I would be recognized with a holiday in my yeah. honor. That's yeah. from Shane and Ulaga. You're welcome, and I apologize to you as well that we're working today. It is a slap in the face to you, Shane. <laughs> now, you had an opportunity to not be here. You did not take that opportunity, which I appreciate. I'm glad you're here with me. But... I considered it, but I started feeling stronger last night. Uh, it was not TJ that reached out and offered to fill in for me. No. It was somebody else, and I was like, I can't do that to TJ. True obviously. story. I was, but then before I could do it, the other person had reached back to me and said, hey, can you figure out how to cover the morning show? I'm good. I'm good. So. I'm good. Now, Wednesday morning, I might take you up on that, but right now, I'm fine. <laughs> I thought about that one. When, when she was saying that about today, mm-hmm. I'm like, he'd probably rather take Wednesday if he's going to take yeah, one because I was, I was he's going to from, <laughs> he's gotta drive back from Dallas after that game on Tuesday. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, don't forget, Drake is also the demon of speeding. <laughs> That's right. Speed demon. Uh, talk about soft. Has anyone done a wellness check on Platt calling a game below 70 degrees? Hmm? Who? Maybe that's Plank. I bet, uh, I bet some predictive text got on there. Uh, because hmm. it was cold where Plank was at this weekend. Oh. And I did hear him talking about the cold quite a bit. Uh, maybe, oh. they're, maybe they're getting on Plank for saying it was cold where he was at calling softball. Yeah, okay. You know, after I don't know. Is he okay? Been in Puerto Vallarta. Heard, I'll say this. Uh, your voice. Um, you were apologizing to the Willits family because it broke up on you there at the end. Plank yeah. was scratchy throughout the weekend. I noticed at different times. Josh, even on his final call, kind of broke up a little bit on Saturday night. I think it's this daggum cedar out. out. <laughs> a lot of cedar pollen. <laughs> uh, Toby, according to your symptoms on WebMD, it's either allergies or Ebola. Praying for the former and not the latter for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, the Baylor, oh, oh, here we go, Dana, Springtown, Texas. I already see the first sentence in this and think, all right, here, he's coming after Porter. The Baylor game made up my mind about Porter. They looked unprepared for the Baylor zone. Also, his record against Texas, Baylor, KU, TCU, and OSU is embarrassing. Recruiting, recruiting quality bigs is also a major issue. I have a, a, I have been a big Moser supporter, but this isn't where it needs to be in year three. All right. In Springfield, Texas. I mean, I'm not gonna. They are 18 and eight, but we we will talk about coming up 
whether they're uh, where where you know the chances for the NCAA tournament. It, the worst case scenario also happens Saturday, right? <clears throat> You're coming in Saturday knowing Hugh Lee Sores and Kevin McCuller have been injured. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, McCuller doesn't play. Sores and Hugh Lee do. That didn't happen. Opposite happened. Yeah. Kevin McCuller, the leading scorer in the Big Twelve, is back. And OU's down two guys, so that was tough. Played great in the first half. And down Played one ten, of the guys. Four shots in the second half. Yeah, That's down tough. one of the guys that had been offensively probably. Hey, it's not been your best. best player it was one of the weeks. two best, yeah, in the last three yeah. weeks, yeah. Uh, Bumpy Rose says, thank you for not going uh, syndicate and taking the day off today. The route from Tulsa to Kiowa goes better with the ref. Oh, I appreciate it. We're glad to be here. I fought to be here for you today, Bumpy. I agree uh, on the Beyonce take with TJ. Thank you. There's no other yeah, opinion no, to have on that. Everybody does. I've, I haven't heard anybody that likes the song at all. And yet it's everywhere. It's everywhere, and I think it debuted at, like, number one on most streamed song of the week or something like that, or it most downloads or whatever. They were playing it in the ballpark this weekend, and everybody is dancing and tapping their toes. Like, <laughs> it's dadgum catchy, and everybody hates it. <laughs> You, but, it's like it's like you can't admit you like it, even if you do like it. Like a a country music fan admitting they like Beyonce is illegal. I think I think you'd be arrested for that. I can I can admit that I like other artists from other genres. I just it's think just it's a females? terrible song. No, no, I just think that song's terrible. So. Hmm. Hearing John Brooks put a huge smile on my face and uh, brought back uh, brought tears to my eyes. Thank you, Toby, for asking him to call the game for a brief moment. That's from Sooner Lisa in BA. Uh, I turned my radio on right after John started doing the play-by-play. Then I heard the Jiminy Christmas. I thought I had entered a time warp or something. It was great. <laughs> Thanks, Toby. I did think about that. What if somebody just turned the radio on is like, what is going on? They thought some classic game was playing on yeah. the radio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought I was sitting in my living room with my parents in Lawton, Oklahoma in 1982, yeah. listen, listening to Brooksy. It was so awesome. He hasn't lost a step at all. Great idea, T. Rowe from Thank Sooner Band of Texas. Uh, T.J. Eckert, too, uh, at KTUL who snapped a picture. So I got a photo now of uh, of the two of us with headphones on, and, and Kevin's actually listening to the whole segment. He didn't say anything. He just kind of st- sat in the middle with a grin on his face. Kevin's unaware of the Brooksy. You know, he's unaware sure. of Brooksy. Yeah. And that was a little frustrating for me before the game because I am a nervous wreck. I know this is happening, right? And I'm trying to orchestrate it all, and my heart's racing a little bit, and now we got to start the pregame show. And I'm like, Kevin, you do this. i got to run over here. And Kevin's like, what is going on? And I'm like, Brooksy's going to come to me. He's like, who's Brooksy? And uh, and then the uh, the SID uh, was like, you got anything special planned today? And I was like, yeah, Brooksy's going to jump on with me. He's like, who's Brooksy? And I'm like, all you people, leave. If you don't know who Brooksy is, get out of my face. I can't believe I'm sharing a scorer's table with people who don't know who John Brooks is. And, uh, but... Thank God all of you do, all you listeners out there do. Not to uh, mention you were short the little guy in the gray shirt, so you had even more going on without him around for you. The little guy in the gray shirt abandoned yeah. us on Saturday. He was probably on another Disney vacation. Yeah, but it was great. It worked out great. All right, we'll take a break. Back up to this. 
The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Even told we got off of your seat. Uh, I just was begging. When he made it, I was like, please give me a Jiminy, please. (laughs) Well, it was easy. Please. Look look how I'm walking across the timeline. Gets a pick out front. Goes through some traffic. Pulls it back out on the dribble outside the three. Sets up for three. Give it to him. They're red hot now. Put the right guy on the mic, big guy. You never know what will happen. I'm gone. Timeout coming up. A three-pointer. Biggest lead of the half, 23-16. I'm going out with that one because you're not going to beat it. Brooksy, I cannot thank you enough. You have made me the happiest man in the world. Oh, my gosh. Unfortunately, that might have been the last shadow you made um, because they had a lead. They had an 11-point lead. Uh, 6-0 run by Kansas right before halftime made a five-point lead. And they know you made only four shots in the second half. Here's what Coach had to say after the game. Coach, uh, boy, tough second half today. Yeah, I mean, that's, that sums it up right there in a, in a, in a phrase. Um, you know, a handful of things. You know, it's, uh, it, it, you know, rebounding. Um, they got three rebounds off of free throws. That's unacceptable. You know, our five's got to be better. We had zero defense rebounds from our five spot. From our five spot, and um, I mean their five spot between you know uh, Parker Braun uh, had one, and then Dickerson had twelve defensive rebounds, and KJ Adams had two. I mean we really we really uh, struggled rebounding the ball against them. Um, you know we Sam had three offense, but we had between him and Luke they had zero rebounds. We got to be better offensively. I mean we shot eighteen percent. Um, we couldn't get any flow going because the amount of missed shots. I know. I remember. I don't know how many in a row. You know, we, Sam had two or three layups, and we missed two or three jump shots. And um, you just you can't. You, you know, shooting. We shot eighteen percent the second half. We had uh, we had three what we call DCOs. They just took it from us and went in for a layup. You know, we were up one or two, and they took it from our from us. You know, we just got to be tougher with the ball. Um, and uh, this, this that was that was the story. Of the second half. It wasn't that we got in early foul trouble. It wasn't that they anybody referee's fault. It wasn't that uh, we actually ended up getting to the foul line more than they did in the second half. We got real aggressive trying to get to the basket. Um, it was uh, we completely the rebounding um, and uh, you know we shot 18 percent in the second half. Missed a, just a ton of ton of shots um, in the second half. Tough week against two really good basketball teams. And you're banged up right now. So, what was the message to the team after the game? You know, we got our bye week. We, you know, we've been going every two to three days since Christmas. We have played a Big 12 opponent every two to three days since Christmas. So, we, we you know, we got to regroup. We got I told them we're going to be on a mission. We're going to, we're going to get fresh. We're going to get healthy. We're going to get better. Um, it's going to start with the coaches. Um, we're going to be able to do some skill work early, get our bodies right, get healthy, um, and we're going to be on a mission to get better in a week. We got a week. We got a little training camp. We got a week to get better as we go in. We got uh, Oklahoma State a week from today, um, but that was the message. You know, we lost an opportunity. We had an opportunity. Um, I don't care if we're down uh, injuries. You know that we didn't even. You know, we 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 had our opportunities to win this game. We did a lot of really good things defensively. We still held them to under one point per possession, and that's that's very good. Um, and you know, and that's counting the rebounding. You know, and the turnovers. They had 18 points off turnovers and 13 points off second chances. Mm. That's 31 points off just turnovers and that. we we got to be better. we got to be better. Is there anything you can tell fans and us about what the prognosis is for Waldo or John going forward? 
Yeah, you know, Waldo, I mean, it's funny, he came out here and he actually, you know, uh, had his uniform on. He's never missed a game in his life at any level. He really? See that today's the first game, and he was trying to go, and I, you know, saw him. And I'm like, Waldo, you're, you're like 50%. You, you can't do it. So I sent him back in, got his street clothes on, and got it back in the boot. So, but, uh, you know, he's um, he'll be day-to-day. And uh, he's a tough kid. He was, it's 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 better. It's better, but it wasn't it wasn't anything where he could have played on today. Thank you for stopping by, Coach. All right, we appreciate it. All right, Teach. Uh, they are now six and seven in the Big Twelve, eighteen and eight on the year. Are they in trouble? But the way they looked offensively, and I know part of that was guys they were missing. And they kind of hit a wall in that second half, I think. I don't think so. There's still the winnable games out there. I still think they can win in in Stillwater. I still think they can beat Cincinnati at home. That still puts you where we've said they need to be this whole time. But they did not look good on Saturday in that second half. And so seeing that, you, you start probably wearing a little bit more than is necessary, but they didn't play well in that second half at all. So I'm not going to say they're in trouble, but a couple of these games over the last two weeks that you thought they might could get or were hoping they could get, they didn't get. And so, yeah, there's there's some concern there now, definitely. They're not in trouble, but they can see trouble from where they are. Right. That's That's a good way to put it, yes. It's gettable. Trouble's gettable. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, if they don't win Saturday, they don't. They win, could be in trouble. They don't win Saturday. They're they're in trouble. Yeah. <clears throat> and and unfortunately, o- Oklahoma State's playing better and better. They got a big win this past weekend. B- BYU, I think, by ten, didn't they? Uh, yeah, ten or twelve, something like that. Yeah. So and, and you know how they're going to play against OU up there. I I maintain there is no way. A Big 12 team with 20 wins gets left out of the tournament. Agree. And they're at 18 right now. So they need two more wins, and they've got five regular season and at least one Big 12 tournament game to get there. So they got six chances to get two more wins to get them in. If you, uh, you know, catch a heater down the stretch here, you could comfortably be in, and then we're talking about, all right, could they get to a nice seed or not? They got to get Waldo back. I think he'll be back Saturday. The question is, will he be what makes him good, which is his springiness, his athleticism, mm-hmm. his quickness, his jumping ability? Is that going to be affected? Is that going to be 100% or not? Probably not, but they need him. Even if it's not, they need him. Uh, I don't know the prognosis for Hughley. He seems to be farther away. And then McCollum took a hard fall there late. I think he's okay. But like 30 seconds to go, he just went straight to the bench. So the bye week is at a good time. Uh, The last half was not good at all, and so that's the most recent memory we have. And uh, just got to go, just got to go TCB. I mean, uh, that was discouraging week because they played one good half of the four this week. The first half, they were great against Kansas. They made seven threes. They built an 11-point lead. They were scoring in transition. Uh, I thought they were fantastic. The first half against Kansas was some of the best basketball they've played in a long, long time. And then just, I don't know if they ran out of gas or just 
bad mm-hmm. luck. But I give Kansas credit. I think Kansas stepped it up defensively, too. Made it tougher on them. And Doug Sermons was officiating, so we never had a chance anyway. <laughs> well, I, I kind of wasn't joking about that when we mentioned it in the first hour. That The beginning of that second half did Oklahoma no favors. It was whistle after whistle, and they had, what, six or seven fouls called on them within the first two minutes of the half? It was a lot. And that'll take you out of rhythm real quick. Yeah. So This is a real, this is a real easy league to ride the roller coaster of discouragement and excitement mm-hmm. it's hard not to do that especially as fans uh you know you win a game you, you know oh you've got to win over the first place team in this league right now they beat iowa state back at the beginning of conference play and you're fired up you uh you lose a game and you're down in the dumps they got five games to go three of those games are against teams below them in the standings and the other two are against the two teams tied for first place right now <laughs> they got a game left with Houston and a game left with Iowa State. They're both nine and three, and the other three are uh, Texas, Oklahoma State, and Cincinnati. So uh, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, Got to get healthy though. Okay, I want to talk some baseball coming up. Teach, will you allow me to in the third hour today? I'll allow it. TJ's been texting me during breaks. Please do not talk OU baseball today. There's, there's, and just, that's I just a flat out lie. I've not texted to you once today. OU baseball break. day. So I'm going to disobey and talk some OU baseball coming up in Don't the third you do hour it. of today's Don't show. you do it. I'm doing it. We'll be back. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical, bringing clinical trial opportunities right here to Oklahoma. Many, many different areas they're working in with various locations throughout the metro area. To find out more information, HightowerClinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. It is also the big uh, ribbon-cutting day for the Young uh, Family Athletics Center. Uh, our shows will be live there today from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. You can catch Plank out there. Steely is going to be out there. Tyler will be out there later today. As uh, they will, uh, doors are open at 2:45. Ceremonies at 3:30. Wifepack uh, is a Norman Ford Quality of Life project. There will be tours of the facility available. The dedication at 10 a.m. out in front. Uh, eight basketball courts, 12 volleyball courts, 18 pickleball courts, a 74-foot video screen to display live events, uh, fitness classes, lap walking, eight-lane, 25-yard competition pool. As Toby mentioned earlier, they're going to be opening an Adidas store in there and a Beanstalk Coffee and Snow coming in the spring of 2024. Um, This is like the official opening. It's been going for two or three weeks now, and it is packed over there every time I drive past it. It Really? uh, Why would you go by there? um, Well, I live right over by there, so anytime I'm going to that. Yes, I do. You live other side of the highway. Right, I just cross over the highway. I live within half of a mile of it. Right, but why would you be going through that area? Because I'll leave my house, I'll go right up Rock Creek and turn right to go down there to Crest or Target or any of the locations uh-huh. I need to go to down there. So, uh, Embassy Suites the other night when I went to That's the That's the uh, Crest event. you go to? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I'll accept that answer. <laughs> I am in. I am right there by Young Family Athletic Center uh, more than any other location in town, just that area yeah. alone. 
I definitely more than the Lloyd Noble Center or Mitchell Park. <laughs> Get out of here. Not Mitchell Park. Mitchell Park I will be at a lot coming up here starting uh huh. this weekend. So Interesting. yeah. Interesting. You got surprised by that. Um Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. That this all explains why I love Toby so much. He love his love for Jiminy Christmas. John Brooks explains it. Thanks, Toby. Mm. It's very nice of you. I do love John Brooks. Uh, Toby, now, now I've got to work on getting Marty Brenneman in the booth with me for a baseball game. <laughs> I'm going to guess that one doesn't happen. I, 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 I hope it, it was don't a wood for you, out. but I don't think it's going to happen. Probably a better chance that Nadell roamed in at some point this weekend than. Marty Brenneman uh, roaming in. Uh, with maybe he did. I didn't tell you he didn't. No, that's true. He didn't tell yeah. me he didn't. Uh, Toby's story about John Brooks was fantastic. I caught it on air, and I was in tears, too. That was my era. Wayman, Billy, and the boys. Mm. Jiminy Christmas. Thanks for sharing, and more importantly, thanks for being persistent, Toby. Mm. He's the best. He's the best. Um, by the Go. way, um, Whoever sent in a use text our text line this morning, you were sending your great art, your woodwork that you've been doing to someone that you were communicating with, apparently that was interested in purchasing some of your woodwork oh, really? art. And it, it the like? stuff looks great. He built like a Noah's Ark thing, and then there was a seahorse made out of wood of and an was. American flag with the different states and wood blocks. Uh, <clears throat> Are you interested? No, I'm not interested, but I just want you to know the purchase, the person that was interested in purchasing did not receive those texts. You accidentally sent them into the text line. So, hmm. uh, Also, just a word of advice, or, or not advice, but just to let you know, those of you that are hammering the text line on the weekend, letting Toby and Plank know things about softball and baseball— they are not getting those. Like, if you want to let them know where you're listening from or that you hate their call or right. this team stinks, that Something's needs to go to uh, right. at OU on the air. That's how they know where you're listening from. They don't, they don't monitor the ref text line on a Saturday, so Sunday. people are, te are texting the text line, the KREF text line, saying, I'm listening in. Yes, there were many the of Dominican those. Like, Republic. Yes, there was many of them to you. There were many ah, to Plank, and that you yeah. guys wouldn't have known that. So No, we don't, we don't, we don't. Well, Plank might. Plank's got access to that, but I don't. Yeah, right. Yeah, Twitter is uh, is what I uh, use anyway. All right, break time. Top of the hour timeout. Let's talk a little uh, Sooner baseball next.